0: Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. Streetwise Athlone In this series, we learn about the old and recent history of the streets of Athlone, hear the thoughts and memories of locals and tourists, and the changes we might see in the future. Episode 34, Glasson. Historian Garrod O'Brien tells us about the history of the area.
1: The village of Glasson was largely developed as housing for the workers on the nearby Waterston estate. Glasson is often called the Village of the Roses, and this name dates back to Victorian times, when the landlord, the Honourable Robert Harris Temple, held inspections of the houses and rewarded his tenants for their cleanliness. Indeed, Mary Bannham, writing about Glasson towards the end of the 19th century, states... The houses are of picturesque build, and some are kept in the old style, smothered in roses and fuchsias. Upon all are trained vines and climbing plants. The past landlord personally looked to the care of trees and flowers. Indeed, so much at heart had he the beauty of the cottages that it is said that no inmate dare pluck a rose off his own house.' Glasson has gained a national reputation as a place of great hospitality. There are several fine restaurants in the vicinity, two excellent pubs which also serve food, and two hotels, one at Wineport and one at Glasson Golf Club. In 2018, the accommodation road in Athlone was renamed Elliot Road in honour of two sisters, Emily and Eilish Elliot, from Tona and Glasson who were both members of Common Amman and who gave sterling service in Dublin during the 1916 Rising. On the approach to Glasson, on the high road from Ballykearn, Waterston House is on the right-hand side. On the left-hand side, a stone wall surrounds what was once the deer park of the estate. The land around Waterston was part of the old territory of the Dillons of Kilkenny West, this family had a castle or tower house at Waterston. During the Cromwellian confiscations, William Hancock was granted a great deal of land in Westmead, including the Waterston estate. His grandson married Elizabeth Temple from Ballylock Lowe, the sole heir to Robert Temple's estate. The village of Mount Temple was renamed in her honour. Robert Temple was concerned about the family name of Temple dying out, and so he stipulated in his will that those who were to benefit from his estate should take the name Temple, and thus the double barreled name Hancock Temple came about. A century later, the name was once again in jeopardy when the family was left with a sole heiress, Isabel Hancock Temple. Isabel married Major General William George Lord Harris, And so it was for a further century that the Harris Temple families were in occupation of Waterston House until the estate was divided in 1923. Waterston House was a once grand mansion built to the design of Richard Castles in the 1740s. The house survived intact until the early 1930s when it was dismantled. In its heyday, It was a fine seven-bay, three-storey-over-basement house with a ten-acre formal garden with its brick walls and entrance arch. And there was also a pigeon house, a lily pond, a hillside gazebo and a mock castle on an island in Waterston Lock. Other fine houses in the area include Harmony Hall, East Hill, Ladywell, Killinure House and Portlick Castle – which is a 14th-century structure that has been added to over the centuries. It includes a Tudor block and more recent additions in Georgian and Victorian times. It too started life as a Dillon castle. Glasson is an ideal starting point for visiting the Goldsmith country. Oliver Goldsmith, 1728-1774, is best known as a poet and author of the deserted village, but he also wrote the best-selling novel The Vicar of Wakefield and plays including She Stoops to Conquer. The Goldsmith Country covers parts of counties Longford and Westmead. When Goldsmith was still an infant, his father was appointed to Kilkenny West and the family lived in the parsonage at Lisoy. There are several places in this area associated with scenes from the deserted village and these include the site of the busy mill the village schoolhouse, the Hawthorn bush with seats beneath the shade for talking age and whispering lovers made, and Kilkenny West Church, where Goldsmith described his father, the parson. at church with meek and unaffected grace, his looks adorned the venerable place. Truth from his lips prevailed with double sway, and fools who came to scoff remained to play. Travelling through the Goldsmith country, Even today, it's still quite easy to conjure up the feel of the deserted village that Goldsmith wrote so lovingly about almost 250 years ago. And much of it is very accessible within a short drive from the village of Glassen.
0: We spend a beautiful, breezy evening speaking to some of the people on the streets of Glassen
2: way back 50 years ago two pubs uh, then Murphy's now Grogan's then Allen's now Fardels. Uh, further up the road was uh, the uh, Garda station that is now called the village restaurant and then um, lo- located now it is a lovely two eating houses either side restaurants Grogan's on on the one on the right hand side going out and the left hand side on the site of uh, Farrell's pub is the Villager both really good restaurants and then off that road as you enter Glasson there's the um, the wine port and further on then as you leave the village to your left you'll go go up to the Glasson golf course. Uh, The Villager it would be my favourite now. Have heard good things about the village? Ah,
3: everything. cracked in there is mighty. The it's, old Crack in the Dask Market it's called and it's good old Crack in there. What, how would it have gotten that name? I have no clue now. That's there as What's long as I know but how they got it I don't
2: know. But that's why it goes by anyway. You'll be always welcome in the Ask Market, in the villager.
3: Yeah. No, it's just
2: our first time here in Glaston. It looks like a beautiful village and we uh, were just looking for somewhere nice to eat. All the, all the restaurants looks absolutely fabulous. So.
3: What a beautiful place to be is Glaston, especially in the fine weather. We had a motorbike racing just nearby, only just a matter of minutes away from Glaston during the summer, it's coming to an end now. We think although it's only the end of July, but we're already looking forward to the annual barbecue that's in Grogan St. And, uh, this is in honour of the late Paddy Grogan and it's a, a, a well thought out event and well supported every year. Uh, we also had many uh, golf classics during the summer. Uh, the Village here was a hive of activity with tourists way up in numbers. And one of the big things that we noticed here, apart from Glassing Golf, is the amount of extra visitors there was this year on the lakes and also the amount of cyclists. The weather really has brought them out in force. And Gladstone, what a place to be, the heart of Westmead, the heart of the Midlands, the heart of Ireland. We love it here. This year it's looking spectacular with the tidy towns and as everybody knows around that glasson is known as the village of the roses and the roses will surely in bloom this year they're absolutely fabulous looking and just uh, also, we noticed lately that a lot of tourists are stopping off in and on the high road there, over the viewing point and watching the sunset. Uh, what a glorious sunset there was this summer. Uh, just a joy to behold, watching the sun go down, watching the day fading away, and just looking forward to the following day. Wow!
0: Streetwise Athlone. Historical research and presentation by Gareth O'Brien. Additional research by Damien McCallan. Interviews by Amanda Gunning, Ursula Ledwith, Mel Ray, and Erica Fallows Smith. Editing by Kyle McCallan. Produced by Amanda Gunning. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the Television Licence Fee.